Kim Gravel. Yeah. All right. So I'm excited about this. I always say that every week that I'm excited about this episode because <laughs> you really do. <laughs> Kim. It's really it's getting a little crazy. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. But I am because I've got a dear friend of mine that's going to help. I think just not only me, Zach, but a lot of people listening. Doctor Drew is on the show today. Doctor Drew. I know you're excited about meeting Doctor Drew. I am actually really excited to meet Dr. Drew. I love him because he's a straight shooter, Zach. He does not mince his words. I love that about him. And um, also, we're going to keep it clean with Kim. What do you think that means, Zach? Ooh, I don't know what that means. I'm a little, <laughs> mean I'm a a little scared. No, keep I'm it. Gonna, in... I'm going to gird my loins. Gird your loins. Oh, good for you. Good for right? you. Did I use it correctly? You sure I did. It, did. Right? Thank you. Okay. Oh, I'm so impressed. Now, keeping it that. clean with Kim is... Did you know I'm a clean freak? Like, my house is, like, clean all the time. I'm spraying bleach or anything I can get my hands on to make it smell and look clean. So I'm going to tell you some of my favorite things I use and tips on that. Wait till you hear about it. Let's get into it. Let's do it. You know what, Zach? This past week has been Nightmare on Elm Street for me. I know for you it's been tough, too, because the baby had a surgery and the tonsils and the adenoids out and all that. Yep. But, like, I miss my girl's trip. Oh, tell me about it. What happened, Kim? So, you know, I was going celebrating my 50th birthday. We were all going to Turks and Caicos. It was, like, eight of us. Like, girl's trip gone wild. The whole nine yards. We planned it for two years. My mother and sister are going. And three, five days before, you know, you have to get the COVID test. They both mm-hmm. test positive for COVID. Uh... Had to cancel the whole trip. I literally laid in bed for two days and cried. I mean, I know it's first world problems, but I'm just saying, like, with QVC and everything I got going on, the pressures and stuff, I was looking forward to that trip for a year and a half. Oh. Two days in the bed, flat on my back, just like, it's over. My whole life is over. Uh-huh. So that's what I was dealing with. This. So I'm so excited about the guest today because of that. Did you know that? Do you know who Dr. Drew is? I... I'm obsessed with Dr. Drew. <laughs> Me too. Like, he's been in the zeitgeist, like, in the world, like, since the 80s. He looks like he's 25, though. I personally feel like I learned so much about... <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, let's just say life sex. from Dr. Don't Drew. Don't say sex for you, because you're back in the day when you were listening to him talking about sex. <laughs> I, w- I have, like, the strongest memory of being in my old, beat-up Toyota Camry. Okay. Midnight... Listening to Dr. Drew yeah. um, on Loveline. Yeah. Well, I need him this week. I know you do too, because you have been going through, you know, you've got those two babies. And, you know, when you have kids under five doing anything, just like that's torture. And then for me, turning 50 and I can't celebrate, I'm laying in my bed, flat on my back, going, life is over. We need Dr. Drew today. I, I love him so much. I love his straight talk approach, but yet in a caring, loving way way yeah i mean celebrity rehab sober house teen mom he's been around forever i mean he is dr drew let's welcome him on to lol with kim Ravel. dr drew are you there I'm, I'm here guys thank you so much and i think what i should do right now is just yep. drop the mic and walk out because there's nowhere for me to go but down. <laughs> no <laughs> no I, I am a little bit concerned about this interview no, now come on. You know, and I know, and everybody knows that Dr. Drew, you are like, like I said, you're the zeitgeist. You've been in our conscious I've for been decades. Around, I got it. I'm old. That's true. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know. 
Check. Well, well done, Kim. I was no. trying, Dr. Drew, I was trying not to be like, oh yeah, I was like a teenager yeah, listening to Dr. Drew. I was, I was, I was trying not to was, say that, but. Yeah, I was 11 and I was, he was midway through his career. So, okay. But, but, but to your own defense, to get you off the floor, Kim, 50 is the new, like 30, please. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. But 50, like, and I'm 50 and I'm an, I don't want to say an old 50, but like Travis and I, when we got married, so we've been married 20 years, like in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So we had our kids really later on in life, right? So we did the whole career thing, 36 and 38. Really later by, by on the Southern clock, on the Southern United States we're, clock. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're 21, we're popping them out. My wife and I had our kids at 32. We had triplets, Susan and I, and we are, <laughs> we were, that was right on schedule. You understand? <laughs> not late in life. So I'm That's, not late in life. I'm good. So you're right. saying I'm good. It's right on schedule. Give me <laughs> I a I love it. Okay, so tell me what you got going on right now, because I I, I want to talk about this mental breakdown I had. I mean, it was, right. I'm not, I, I jest about it and I'm kidding about it. Yeah. But Dr. Drew, I'm going to just milk this time I have with you. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm running two businesses. I have two preteens. I have a husband. I have, I'm working out of my house. It's the pandemic. I, I have to design like 30, 40 styles a month. I mean, TV, parents, I'm stressed out. I think I had a break, man. I really do. Is that possible? Oh, my God, yes. Join, join the American zeitgeist. Speaking of the zeitgeist, what were your symptoms? My symptoms was I just fell into a ball and started crying and all because of a trip. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking, it, was yeah. it really the trip yeah. or was it just my switch was tripped? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's funny. Susan and I were having a conversation last night. We, we went to Greece, right? Oh, wow. And we had a great trip. And as that trip, and I had, the reason we went to Greece, because I had bad COVID. I was sick for like three months. Really? And oh. when I was lying in the bed, just uh, just half dead, I just thought, you know, I can lie here miserable and be completely detached from the world. I can go detached from the world and have a good time also. So we're <laughs> going to go somewhere. And and I also had other weird feeling, which really bugged me, which is like, okay, I'm like a soldier, a lion on the field. I'll take the bullet, but I want everyone else to have freedom. And uh, the, exact, the exact opposite was what was happening in our world. But that's another story. But we went to Greece. And as that trip approached, I, I, I was desperate to get out of here okay. I, I know that desperation just get away I, it was bad had, had that trip been canceled i would have lost my mind i would have had the exact same reaction <sighs> oh my gosh so, so so there's 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 several things going on right you know one one is that that need to sort of un, unleash the pressure valve that we're all experiencing uh and all the, the i mean whether you measure the craziness on social media or the difficulties coming out of our government or whatever your particular, you know, state's policies are, and then whatever we're trying to do to survive during this, to keep businesses and plates spinning. I mean, that's all, that's crazy. And, and, and at the same time, it's, we're, none of us are leading the life we want to live, right. right? We're all leading this life, life that's an adjustment to what's being, we're being required of us. A and we are diminished our social connectedness, which is the worst possible thing for our mental health. So we're isolating, we're stressed, we're adjusting, we've lost, we're grieving. I mean, all this stuff's going on all at once. And you, when you, I, I know that feeling of putting it all in that basket. So I'm just going to get out of here. Right, and right. When that, then when that's finally taken away from you, <laughs> forget it. it, forget it, that's it. And, and I, and, and so that's a mix of depression and feeling overwhelmed. Yes. And, and the thing that humans hate more than anything else is helplessness. And that's the feeling. Well, and I felt like the, the I, I, I kept going, okay, I've got another week. I've got two weeks. I've got a week. I've got three days. And I felt like they kept, 
Yeah, like the it. world, God, whatever, it was moving the finish line. It, kept, yeah. the, it yeah. was like, oh my God, don't, <laughs> I've been working so hard to get here. Yes, and, yes, and I get I, And then everybody, like even my family was like, it's just a trip. Oh, no. You know, and then I felt like, oh, I'm a, How dare you they? Know. How dare they? <laughs> but, you see what I'm saying? Like yes, pain is pain though, right? Like what oh, is going God. on in the world with mental health right now? And I, it's a disaster. Because I think, okay. So everybody listening out there, do you know how many women, Dr. Drew, I talked to about this that are just desperate for some answers? I, I can imagine. Well, pff, answers. I, I, you know. <laughs> well, if you can't help us, what? If, come on, Dr. Drew. I, I can share explanation, share, share. share experience with you, and and this is this experience of you know first first total panic and the and what the mm-hmm. press did to us and the government did to yes. us to induce a state of absolute terror, fear, yeah. We should be empowering people. Amen. The disempowerment you felt is the opposite of what we should be doing with people in the face of all this. So we should be taking control of our life. We should be, let me tell you, give, give people some good examples of what they should do, by the way. First of all, look, when the thing, if you have any resistance to the vaccine, it will have full FDA approval any day. There's a vaccine coming out called Novavax, that it's a much cleaner, just a protein in your body. There's no f- new platforms or new technology. If you want to wait till that, get that. But let's do what we can to protect ourselves, number one. Uh, Number two, uh, we should be using, if we get sick, use telemedicine. You don't have to go into the emergency room. You have to go even to, don't go to the hospital. Find a doctor online you can talk with. Insist on early management of some type. There's all kinds of things you can do. Get an O2 monitor for your fingers so you can make sure you're not getting really sick. And then if you're above a certain age and in a certain risk group, and if you're moderately ill, get monoclonal antibodies. They're free and they're available in your home. Okay. What is all this? You, I've got to write this down. Slow down. A nurse Slow will down. show up in your house and infuse you. It kept me out of the hospital. I was still sick for forever, but but it really prevented me from going into severe COVID. There's a lot to do. There's a ton to do. And we should be educating people. Where about is that, that information, Dr. Drew? Nowhere. That's the problem. That should be the public health in, initiative. It should be their their absolute number one. In the, and not, not, scared, uh, scared. Scare, okay. scare. I have a bad feeling. I have a bad feeling. That's not leadership. Give me a break. <laughs> I have a bad feeling. I have a bad feeling. That is, hey, we're going to handle this. We're going to take care of this. Yes, people are going to get a pandemic suck. People die. Yeah, Death, it's awful. Pandemic, pandemics are defined by excess death. It's horrible. Here's what we're going to do, everybody. Follow me. That's yeah. what they should be doing. Instead, they're they're doing the opposite. Now, the, the the big problem right now is people don't trust anything they're hearing, right? Because of these these kind of conflicting uh, you know things that come up, and that's just the way it is in medicine. Things change, ideas change, evolve too. They evolve. yes, 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 yes. But unfortunately, this panic business, which is what's driving the business of press, is is got to stop. I, I, the public health. The public health behavior and response during this has been atrocious, and they need to correct course. Anyway, it's not good. <laughs> no one wants to get this thing. It's a nasty thing. I, well, my mom's had it. She's had it. I mean, and she's... Yeah, I long hauler. I still ring in my ear, I, but I've got broad immunity. It's good news. If you if you get it and you recover, good for you. You have broad immunity. Mm-hmm. Positive. We need we need to deal with our mental health. Here we are, 93,000 dead from opiate overdoses. Anyway, I, I, I transgress. I, I, that's no, no, no. I, but I'm glad you're speaking to this because it's making me, I mean, if if Dr. Drew is getting to a place where he is like, if I don't take this trip, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm yeah, going to just there. collapse. I was there. I was there. hundred percent. Then I feel like, okay, I'm not crazy. I'm just yeah. exhausted. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. And 
And again, I want to put a pin in this idea of helplessness. Yeah. Helplessness is a horrible condition for human beings. Mm. It has the, it's it's actually the core experience in trauma. Define helplessness. Define what you mean by that. I have no control over this situation. They took the some some forces outside of myself took this trip away from me and there was nothing I could do about it. Now there are ways to deal with helplessness, you know, and, and unfortunately, we're not teaching people that either, mm-hmm. which is, you know, understand their forces greater than yourself. So kind of going to have to learn to surrender to that, have the grief reaction that's associated with that surrender. Thank you. And this is a really important piece, some notion of faith to pull you through it and whatever that means to you. And you have, mm. and then the other thing is interpersonal relationships. You got to focus on and expand your interpersonal uh, web because that is that is what we're missing in these lockdowns. So anyway, well, and I love what you're talking about taking ownership of your destiny. Are we in the blame game though? From a broader perspective, I want to talk about people's lives. I mean, because we're, we're my kids are comparing their own lives to people who are posting perfection on social media terrible, too. Terrible. So, that's how people get, that's, that's the source of unhappiness. Okay. You must okay. be very happy until they see somebody else with more and then they become unhappy. And do they really have more? They just faking it till they make it, you know? And of course. And, and by the way, even if they have more, are they happier? <laughs> and that, that, you know what I mean? That's, no, it's true. It's true. I mean, people have got to get that straight in their head too. I mean, yes, it's nice. You get, you get a certain degree of freedom and it's fun and blah, blah, blah. But happiness is something altogether different. And, ha- and happiness is embedded in our relationships. Let, let's be clear about that. that that's How it. do you go from helplessness, though, Dr. Drew, to that happiness that we're all looking for? Well, you, you may not get there right away, right? You got to be prepared. You got to, remember, I said the first thing is grief. You're going to be unhappy. <laughs> you, and you have to accept. Acceptance is part of the game here. And but but faith that you can be happy helps pull you through. That's the kind of element I'm talking about. The other thing, you know, I've noticed, you know, I've worked with mental health for a long time. When people are um, getting better, improving, one of their first things they do is start taking inventory of what they're grateful for. Mm. So constantly, okay, I'm, I am healthy today. I got my kids. I got. I got one. Zach's got his. I mean, you got, you've got whatever. You know, this is. Yeah, Zach has two young ones, so he's always leaning on his faith. And he he just had this. The, the, his little baby just had her tonsils out, and he's like, "Kim, oh my God, what did I do?" No, just just the beginning, my friend. Just the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I tell him that Thanks, every Dr. week. Drew. Thank you. <laughs> I tell him that every week. Thank you. Um, uh, Grieve so that. Anyway, Grieve yeah. that. <laughs> but it, you know, it's a lot. We're going through a lot. To, to, to expect that this isn't going to be easy is unrealistic, and and you have to also. You know, one of the, the, the another, th- you know, so let's kind of make our list. So, make so it. it is acceptance, All right. it is gratitude, it is faith. And uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Shoot. Oh, reality on reality's terms. Accept that's back to acceptance. You know, accept things as they are, not as they you wish them to be. <sighs> okay. It sounds simple. It sounds simple, but it takes, does it take time? Yeah, that's what I said. It's the, you have, and it's not as though grief goes away in hours, right? Grief goes away in months. I'm still grieving my trip. I bet you. How long ago was that? Last week. I should have been back from the trip on Wednesday. Well, so and let's talk about that. So how, let's how talk about my trip. Yeah. Yeah. So so how could you manage that grief? What what do you think you ought to do? What can we do to sort of I didn't manage it well. I'm I think I'm I think I'm over the grieving part. I was very evil and hateful to my family. <laughs> like honestly, and people are gonna judge me for this. I don't give a rip. I'm fifty years old. I was pissed. 
okay? I'm like, Mom, for real? She would go to church on Sunday, her and my sister, and love up on everybody and hug them, and God bless. And there was people in there that had COVID, and I said, protect yourself before we go on this trip. And she just, you know, my happiest place is at church, Kim. I'm like, well, now my happy place, which was going to be Turks and Caicos, is not happening. So I blamed. I blamed. So maybe a starter is some amends. So that people <laughs> well, we have, we, we have. I got through all that and thought, oh my God, my mom's sick. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's worth saying, Kim, that you're, they're fine, right? They're fine. Oh my not, gosh. They're, yes. They're so blessed. The evil person, she destroyed her family. <laughs> right. that's, look for that on Twitter. <laughs> exactly. well, you know, I did have to think about going, God, you're being so mean to your family. Your mom has COVID. She's 74. Let's give her a break. You know. Yeah. Like cleaning things up, right? Cleaning <laughs> part of the Make amends. Yeah, amends. That's an important uh, part of this. I got so it's basic recovery stuff. You know, the, the recovery. You know, it's interesting. Twelve step recovery is just leading, lead, how to lead a good life, and all the all the principles I saw. You know, really sick people apply there. Just apply to all of us. They really do. It works. Yeah, it it works. The sim- simple, simple, simple. Lol. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors ready-to-eat meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I heard you on a podcast, you know, I listen to you all the time. I I like you for many, many reasons. First of all, Dr. Drew is really so knowledgeable, but you have a heart as big as Texas. You really do. You have a heart for people, but you're a straight shooter. I know what I know. You know what you know, and you believe in what you know, and there's no one going to tell you any different. I've had, here, speaking of gratitude, I've had this extraordinary clinical experience, right? (laughs) So I was uh, trained in internal medicine. I taught internal medicine. I was going to be a cardiologist, but got sidetracked working at a psychiatric hospital, had this huge experience for 30 years working at a psychiatric hospital, all the while maintaining an inpatient and outpatient medical practice. So I saw everything Everything. that you see about the human experience. I saw it all for years, for decades. 
And uh, that gave me some very strong opinions about certain things. And then there we are. Yeah, but I think I'd rather have somebody's strong opinion, the straight shooter, than some mamby pamby like yeah, yeah. what we're dealing with now. But that's besides what's another story. Um, but I heard you talk about the imposter syndrome on mm. a podcast mm-hmm. recently. And that's kind of been this hot button, this little like buzzwords that are going around. What is an imposter syndrome? And are we are we there? It's a little complicated, but but fundamentally, the way human expertise works, it follows a graph, a curve. You, when you come upon a new topic, your first feeling about your learning about that topic is, I got this. I know it. I oh. know everything there is to know about this. It, there's a, now, that's called Dunning-Kruger effect. Okay, that I'm writing this down. Dunning-Kruger effect. Dunning-Kruger is the predominant problem today. Everybody that does a Google search has Dunning-Kruger. They they think they understand something because they've looked it up on Google. It's a, <laughs> it's a distortion. Then, as you begin to study the topic and develop real expertise, you immediately fall off a cliff and go into a valley where you feel, I know nothing. Right. There's too much to know. I can't understand any of this. And you come out of that valley slowly as you gain true expertise and when you have real expertise, that's where the imposter syndrome kicks, it kicks in because you have this vast sense of how how incredibly complex the topic is. And you feel like little me cannot possibly know this. Somebody else out there who is an expert in this topic that I'm now an expert in knows it much better than me. Mm. I'm the imposter. Mm. It's too vast for me. I'm an imposter. And in fact, that's when you're an expert. That's right. Well, I, I was, I, I got so tickled. I'm so enthralled with this because I told Zach when I first met him and I've told several people that, you know, I interview with or talk with and I say, I know I'm so wise. And they look at me like, this girl is full of bird turd. <laughs> and I said, I know I'm so wise because I don't know nothing. There you go. And the more I know to realize I don't know as much as I even thought I did know. Is that what you're talking about? That's what I'm talking about. One of the, one of the, you know, classic figures of history that expressed that all the time was Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. He kept saying, I, I, I don't know, I, there's, too, there's so much to know, I, I know nothing. I know nothing about what there is to know. So just take that in perspective. You want to put yourself on the scale of what you know. That, when someone acts like they know everything, I'm like, I can't be friends with you. We're out, I'm out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's an old country thing my granddaddy used to tell me all the time because he there was such a, he was a tobacco farmer. And so, I mean, he, he would just say even farming after the 50 years he farmed. He's yeah. like, I'm always learning something about the earth and science that, and all that, you know, right. it's never ending. That's right. I want to ask you one more thing before I got to let you go, because I know you're busy. To all the parents out there, mm. me included, and Zach is, is hot on the heels with this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. With kids and social media and YouTube and TikTok, yeah. and yeah. I went on TikTok the other day, Dr. Drew, and yeah. there was more, the, the, the things that I was hearing, just from even like little little cute little dances these young kids are doing the lyrics and the music i'm like oh my gosh right what do we do what do we do as parents what's your uh, suggestion i'm when i leave you i'm gonna actually do a podcast a streaming show Mm -hmm. uh with an expert you can find it at doctor.com who has all the data on things like what has happened as a result of giving all our kids uh, iPads to go do our, their classwork on and how how unbelievably destructive this has all been. I agree. Yeah, and they called the dose of Dr. Drew. But, but every time I talk to her, it freaks me the hell out. 
And she allows her kids online one hour a day, period. That's it. Otherwise, sorry, no. And then, oh God, she has to fight battle after battle, but that's it. She's too convinced. It's like the way I, you know, deal with substance use of my kids. I'm like, you know, try it. I'll put you in, I'll make sure the cops get you. Just try it. Don't, don't die. I've seen too many kids die. Um, (sighs) And she's got that same attitude. So she's able to pull it off. You have to really know in your heart that it's a dangerous place. I, let me just point out that we, we sort of have a, a news story that I think is relevant to all this, and it's worth sort of doing a thought experiment about it. I, imagine if you're Simone Biles right, and, and you grew up with your identity out there on social media. And now just imagine this is the this is the one of the most perfect athletes on Earth. Imagine the negativity she got on through social media. Wow. Huge. All of them. They, that's that's a perfect person getting all that negativity. And now she has to live up to perfect, which I understand completely why she dropped out. I totally get it. I do too. And I commend her for it. I do too. If she stepped one inch off that perfect line, she would have been, her identity would have been under attack in social media. And she's 20. So how do you withstand that? How do you move forward? Think about where they, these kids are establishing their sense of themselves and their identity and do something about it. Get them in the world. Get them out of the, the, the virtual world, out of social media. Okay. Uh, it's not a benign thing. It, it is having a deleterious effect on their person on their development. And uh, you can't you can't avoid it. It's it's not it's not it's like there. You, yeah, you can't pretend it's not there. I mean, you can't. Well, don't pretend it's not there. That's for the worst thing you could possibly do is put your head in the sand. But but don't think that you're going to have them living without it. I mean, you're going to have to be like you know, living in Western Pennsylvania with a farmhouse, if, if you're, you know, going to try to right. try to them off it, because they're going on it. They just are. But you've got to give them all the tools they need to develop a sense of self and emotional regulation and uh, an identity. And responsibility. All that. And yeah. that virtues and values and all the good things outside of that. And don't, <laughs> let, don't let that be the source of their identity. So what you're saying is don't let TikTok teach your children ethics, morals, and character. Don't let, don't let <laughs> parents teach them. Parents should teach that. A whole another topic, which is the importance of family and the importance of, you know, this is this is beyond important, and we have we have squandered and and sidelined the most important unit. We know that from child development. We absolutely know that. Don't don't debate about that. Now, I'm and I'm not saying, and I'm not judging anybody's kind of sure, sure. These unfortunate circumstances in their family. This stuff happens. I, I know, but but to but because we have sympathy and empathy for those people, we don't also say family doesn't matter. It matters. And it do matters. The, and by the way, for people that are struggling with the, with the family systems that aren't working, a single sustained relationship with an adult outside the home by age eight dramatically changes the outcome for the children. Coaches, so anything coaches, like that. Coaches, big brother, whatever. Teachers. Or teachers, yeah, but sustained for long years. So that is another thing to keep in mind. So. Well, that should be Dr. Sustained Drew, because you yeah. have been been so in our conscious and helping yeah, here us. Here we first. go again. We're going back to me being nope, old. Like, no, yeah. we're going back to you being <laughs> wise. We're doing the wise thing. Okay. Nice euphemism. Well done. <laughs> no. There you go. Kim, you nailed it. Okay, Dr. Drew, you've got a lot going on, but you've got something exciting coming up. You've got a new book coming out, right? I do. I wrote it with my daughter. It's called It Doesn't Have to Be Awkward, and it is written for sort of adolescent age a population that when... Before the pandemic, tons of uh, confusion about consent. So we sort of enter this conversation through consent, but it's a book really about relationships and about how to 
uh, sort of craft relationships or little basic sort of rules of thumb you can use, much like we've been talking about faith and gratitude and this kind of stuff. My daughter had a preoccupation with uh, Elvis Presley and TCB, taking care of business. And so we turned TCB into a little aphorism for uh, for relationships, trust, compassion, and boundaries. And you have to read the book to find out about it. Ooh, that's going to be good. Yeah. I like it this with your daughter. How old is your daughter? 28. Wow. She's a, she's, she's a writer. She's like the Columbia trained writer. She's way more equipped to write a book like this than me. She did a great job. So we do it together in this. Oh, that's great. I can't wait to read it. Cause you know, like I got these young kids coming up, dating relationships. Ugh. Be good for them. And, and she, they put lots of examples in it. And you know, you have a 28 year old giving advice to sort of adolescent, that's sort of a very appropriate kind of thing. Yeah. 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 It's good. Oh, that's, that's awesome. great. All right. I'm going to pick that up. Thank you. That's great. It must be fun to do a project like that with your, with your daughter. kid, with your daughter. Like, I can't yeah. wait till my kids are old enough to do. Yep. I mean, I, that's I, a I, lot, I, but something. I recommend it. You've got a long way to go, Zach. So hang I on. <laughs> okay, but we close every, we close every, every guest. I ask these rapid fire questions. All right, go ahead. So, so just get loose. I just want you to uh, t- say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. What do you do to relax? Work out. Oh, really? How many times a week? Oh, yeah. As many as I can. So I only work out when I can't. Oh I only work out like today. Today I'm going to work out and run, and I'm looking forward. Oh, to it. I need to. I need to be hanging with you. What is your favorite junk food snack? Don't give me some healthy apple mess. I want really like Cheetos. Peanuts. I, I, Peanuts. I'm, no, I'm on a zero carb. I've been on a zero oh carb. God, for I need three to do years. it, Doctor Drew. I need to do it. It really is good. It really is good. What are you addicted to? Uh, my exercise and work. Work. You are. <laughs> I was going to say. Come on now. Favorite song from the 80s? I like Psychedelic for Pretty in Pink. I don't know. Oh, Pretty in Pink. Yes. But 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 I, I was exposed to all those 80s because Love Line was going on in the 80s. I, I remember. All that music. So it's, it's like hard to pick a, a favorite. Haircut 100. You know? It's like I can go all the way back with you. Do you have any phobias? I had fear of flying for a long time. Oh. I just got over it. So that was that. And that's sort of typical of fear of flying. It comes on and it goes away. Your favorite part about being married? I'm going to embarrass my wife and it's going to sound weirdly glib, but that I'm in very married to my wife, to my, this person. Yeah. That's my favorite part. She's, she's, do you, do you believe in soulmates? I, I believe in matches. Ooh. They're, they're, you know, this, the soulmate thing is, I mean, you know, if soulmates were, how is it that the, the 80% of people that get in a romantic relationship happen to be in the same proximity. You know what I mean? I agree with you on that. I believe in matches. The biggest predictor of you is proximity. And so, but matches is a lot to matching. There's a lot to getting the right person. And that's, it's a huge. I totally agree with you that I I totally do it. What is one piece of advice you can say to someone right now who's listening that needs a mental boost? Just one little piece of advice. I think the the simplest and the best thing to do immediately is just take an inventory of what you're grateful for. It, it, and, and the other thing is that the happiness literature is clear on this other thing. Make This is weird, but, I, but I'm telling you it works. Make your bed every day. Oh, I, I do. I do. It's and it works. It's so weird. It's so weird. But the, ha- the happiness researchers will all tell you that. That's the, if you want to do one thing, make your bed. Okay. Weird, weird huh? No, it's not weird. I, I totally, I don't know why I know that, but my, that was another thing my grandfather used to tell me all the time. My grandparents had a lot, must have had a lot of wisdom. One last thing. What makes Dr. Drew happy? Freedom. Free to do, you know, what I want to do with, you know, when I want to do it. That, that's hard. You have, that's a hard thing to achieve. It's very, very, very hard. It's not something that, because we all have all kinds of obligations and this and that, but the more I'm free to 
do what I want, it's the, the happier I am. So I think that's pretty universal. Thank you so much. It's so good to see your face again. And you too. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks, Dr. Drew. Mwah. Kim Gravel. Dr. Drew was dropping some wisdom bombs, Zach. Uh, he's great. The man knows what he's talking about. And he's passionate about it. And you know what I'm passionate about? What's that? Keeping it clean with Kim. I don't know what that means. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Just wait. Wait till you hear it. All right. I can't wait to find out. <laughs> LOL. Kim. 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 Gravel. So I had the perfect day two days ago. Okay. Tell me about it. It was storming, raining. And I'm not talking about like the little drizzle that you get from like, you know, it's partly sunny and like can't decide is it going to rain? Is it not going to rain? Humid? Yeah. Uh -huh. uh -uh. I'm yeah. talking about like, I, the perfect rainy day for me is a storm, not like okay. a tornado or lightning striking, just that heavy downpour that you could just hear it. It was that kind of day. You want heavy, pelting rain. What does that mean? Helting. Does that mean like, helting? Like helting? downpour? Did you downpour. just say helting? Okay. Just say no, downpour. You want a downpour. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kim, do you like downpours? <laughs> I do. I don't want, I don't want weak rain. <laughs> I want helting okay. rain. No, I, want I want, rain? and I have to have it really, really cold. And I want to be by myself, of course. I'm telling you, I feel like people are like, Kim, do you really love your family? I do. I just don't want them around. And then um, I want my floors freshly vacuumed. Is that weird? That's a little weird, but I think I get it. Tell me why. Give me a little more than that. I just like it clean. I want it to be really clean. I want it to smell clean, look clean. I just want it to, when I step on my carpet, I just want it to have the tracks. <laughs> and I want yeah. it to smell like this. Okay, 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 okay. One of my favorite products of all time. Uh-huh. Oh, God, I can't remember what it's called. It's in a jug. It's purple. Fabulosity? Fabulosity? I don't know. Fabulosito? What's it called? God, I gotta Google That's, it. <laughs> Fabulosito sounds like, <laughs> like like a gay supervillain. I don't know. <laughs> well, I know a few of those. Um, <laughs> what what is it called? Look it up, Zach. Google it. Look it up. This is your thing. Have you never heard of this? Has your wife never heard of this? Fabulosito. It's not called that. It's called something with an F. Okay, hold on. Fab. Put, put fab cleaning Wait, fab supply. cleaner. Oh, there's something just called, fa oh, Fabuloso. Fabuloso. I told you it was Loso, but I put a little, lo what did I put on the end of you it? You put a little Lossado. Lossado. Fabuloso Lossado. Whatever. Tomato, tomato. Let's pull the whole thing off. I mean, it's great. It, that is the <laughs> best. And you have to get the purple. Oh, yeah. Oh, it looks very but be careful purple. with your kids. Make sure it's locked because it looks like, like a fun little fruit drink. But it's, it's the best cleaning stuff I've ever used. And this is not a paid ad. But if they want to send me some, please feel free. The package does make it look delicious. Now that you said that. Have you that, not ever seen that? Don't know. Okay, y'all. So like growing up, I was a bleach babe. So my mom, we would do the, before Clorox cleanup, we'd make our own bleach. Now, one time I tried to make it and it, like a bomb went off because if you mix it with the wrong things. So like I'm a Clorox Wait, cleanup. you made your own bleach? We're not talking about this because people will call me from the government. Okay, no, it was not that <laughs> It was accidental because I'm a I'm a clean <laughs> nut bag. Like okay. I'm nutters about clean. Okay. I'm I'm not I'm messy. Okay. I'm a clutter nut bug. <laughs> I'm no fabulosito, but I You're no fabulosito. No. But I, you know, like my toilets and mess and like, you know, my kitchen counters and stuff, I'm a nut about it. 
like clean, clean, clean. And I'm not a germaphobe. Okay. I'm not a germaphobe. I just like it to smell really fresh. Like before anybody comes over from the house, it's real dirty. I'll just go pour a little fabulous. What is it called? What are we calling it? <laughs> Fabulo- Fabuloso. We- I don't know what are we calling it. No, it's called Fabuloso. I'll go and pour that down the sinks in areas of my house when you won't get it. Okay. Like, okay. It's the best well, stuff. That's my tip for the day. The best cleaning thing on the market is Fabuloso. The purple. The purple. What, so wait, what does it smell like? Because you said you like the I clean smell. What's it smell like? You know, I love, I used to love the bleach smells, like I said, but this has mm-hmm. this amazing, like, I don't know. I can't describe it. I wish like some of the listeners, if y'all will let me know if you use it and what you think it smells like. It just smells clean and fresh. It smells like when my grandmother used to hang the clothes out on the line to dry. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you remember that? Did your grandmother do that? No. Yeah, honey. We used to, in those sheets, no. honey, we, she'd wash sheets every week and she'd lay them on that. She'd let them, I never, you know, air dry. I never lived. My grandmothers always didn't like live near us. So they never had Fabuloso, Fabuloso. They maybe they did. I just didn't know about it. You got to get it, Zach. Let's say it together. One, two, three. Fabuloso. You're so bad when we do this together. Fabuloso. Fabulosito, everybody. (laughs) No, it's called Fabuloso. It's everywhere you can buy your cleaning supplies. This is not a paid ad. This is just one of my tips No, but apparently it's an ad of some kind. You're really pitching it. I love it (laughs) because I genuinely love it. It's a good cleaning supply. Try it. Purple. That's it. That's my tip for the day. Rainy day, fabuloso, and vacuum floors. (laughs) (laughs) Make for the perfect day. So from me and fabuloso, (laughs) that's Zach. That's Zach's new new nickname. That's the one. I'm I'm going to make that product and we're selling it it together. Make it. I'm putting your face on it. No, I'm putting your face on it. Not mine. No, it was my face. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean part two. There he is. No, really try it, y'all. That's my tip and trick of the day. Enjoy. If you don't believe me, just try it. LOL. It's LOL. Three weeks later. Oh, Zach. Finally got to go on that trip. Uh, trip of a lifetime. I'm so glad for you, Kim. Me too. I was so down and depressed. But you know what? My family's healthy. My mom and sister, everybody recovered. We all tested, you know, negative for COVID. And we got on that plane to Turks and Caicos. Oh, it was a trip of a lifetime. You know what? So the moral of the story is don't lose hope. You know, all works out. So oh, grateful. Right. Yeah. yeah. Don't lose hope. Don't I love lose that. Yeah. And uh, don't record podcasts like three weeks too early. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Maybe recording the podcast got my mind in a different place and I was able to go on my trip. (laughs) Ooh. All right. Thank you, Dr. (laughs) Drew. Thank you, Dr. Drew. (laughs) LOL with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Theme music by Taco Pella. Guest booking by Susie Munson. Production help from Patrick Maciel. Mixing and Mastering by Zach T. Fell of ZTF Studio. If you love the podcast, share it with a friend and make sure to leave us a great review. Thanks for listening.